everybody it's july 2023 and this month's sponsor of the spamming zero podcast is just uno just uno.com that's j-u-s-t-u-n-o.com they create personalized website experiences that converts specifically for e-commerce as well um, they work with a bunch of direct-to-consumer brands but i find it very fascinating here's some just stats that they have aggregated across all their customers on average, a customer of theirs sees 135% lift in online revenue in the first year using Just Uno. That's amazing. That's incredible. Um, they also see five times the amount that they grew their email list by, almost by 500% with Just Uno with one of their customers called Snow Monkey. And then another one is 133,000 um, industry-leading brands leveraging Just Uno. This is insane to me. <laughs> Um, Just Uno is, is, offers a bunch of different solutions that I, I really can, can relate to as a marketer, especially if you're in the direct-to-consumer space. This is a great place to start. You can drive engagement through gamification, do personalization at scale, segment, segmenting and targeting as well. Um, also, tie, tying into sales, you can increase the sales as well as the paid media. Um, and, and email list growth, which is one of the hardest things to do uh, across all marketing. So that's just uno.com. They're incredible to work, work with. Um, we love them here at Flip. They're one of our partners. And they're also really well integrated into your e-commerce stack. So they already connect to your Shopify accounts, your Magentos, um, whatever your OMS might be, they can tie directly into it. That's just uno.com. I'm James. And I'm Brian. And this is Spamming Zero. What's up, everybody, to another episode of Spamming Zero. Thanks for joining us. And thank you to all of our listeners out there who have been loyal. We are past 50 episodes now. Can you believe that? It's getting pretty crazy out there. Um, super excited about today because we have somebody who I've been wanting to get on the podcast for a little while. I love what she's doing. I love what their company is doing. Lisa Popovici at Siena AI. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Hey, James. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, I'm excited. Tell us a little, tell the audience a little bit about who you are, your background, and give us the, the down low on, on Siena. Yeah, of course. So I'm uh, I'm Lisa, one of the co-founders at Siena AI. Um, I am a second time founder. This is our second company, obviously with other ventures in in the in our background. But I would consider our you know everything that happened so far as our founder university that you you never get unless you just you know start building something. But I've been in e-commerce for eight eight years now. Um, my journey started. Uh, when I met my co-founder, Andre, I was actually studying um, to become a doctor. Obviously, that didn't happen because I got too passionate about e-commerce and, and software. But Andre introduced me to Shopify. He was uh, running his Shopify brand, and um, I got very passionate about it. And for me, it just started as a side gig, as a side project. Just I wanted to to learn. I was always very curious. I am, you know, by nature, very curious, and I I constantly love learning and I was always super intrigued about, you know, online marketing, e-commerce. So it was just open an entire new world of opportunities to me. 
And um, I decided, okay, I want to open my own Shopify brand and just, you know, have this as a side, as a side hustle, because, you know, six years studying at med school, no income, just, you know, relying on your parents, not really ideal. And it can go even longer than six years, right? You have your residence, you have all of those, like, yeah, it's, it's a long journey uh, that didn't really felt like it aligned with my system of values. I was always uh, very dedicated, waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning to study. And then in the afternoons, I was, you know, working on my Shopify business. But something was definitely missing from that dedication and uh, excitement that a doctor should should have, right? Because uh, I, I didn't, like, see myself from an early age being a doctor. So it just, like, happened because it was pretty challenging at 18 years old to know what I want to do with the, with the rest of my life. So that's why I got into med school. It seemed like a good option for me, but it just, it was just, you know, I didn't know what out, what, what else was out there. So Shopify actually really opened a lot of, you know, opportunities for, for, for myself. And, um, we, Andre and I, we were running our, um, our brands in parallel and that's, that was, you know, the starting point for us looking into, you know, we experienced so many pain points, so many frustrations. We know exactly what it's like to be on the other side, not on the, you know, building software side, but on the merchant side and because we've experienced all of it. So we were always super bullish on how the ideal customer experience should look like. We've been through so many ups and downs with our own companies and we try to make things better. And, uh, We've always been building in this conversational commerce space. Sienna is our second company. Carlop is our previous company, which uh, is also a conversational SMS marketing tool for Shopify. It's like the predecessor of Sienna. Uh, <laughs> Sienna is like, you know, in a way, Carlop on steroids and much more than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been quite a journey uh, going, going um, from med school to building on Shopify to exiting those businesses and then starting to build software. Um, and now we are, you know, we are, we are building um, one of the most advanced uh, empathic uh, AI customer service tools for e-commerce. Um, and I can share a little bit about Sienna. So what Sienna is, is an empathic AI customer service platform that helps brands automate conversations across all channels and in over 100 languages using generative AI. And one of the reasons we are positioning ourselves as empathic AI is because every single response or uh, action that Sienna performs, either it's pre-sale or post-sale or during the sale, it's extremely personalized and dynamic. Customers that engage with Sienna today, they feel like they're talking to a real person. They have no idea that it's AI. And this is this is something that we've always wanted to see come out, you know, come to be because we were always thinking, why isn't there a better solution than chatbots or like rule-based automation, which seems which seems so rigid, so so bad, so frustrating. Uh, to be honest, if I were to go back to being a merchant and, you know, having uh, another direct to consumer company, I would prefer just sticking with amazing people rather than just implementing like a basic chatbot that will only provide a better experience. So we were always, you know, thinking and having this thesis of how the ideal customer experience should look like. Uh, and 
yeah, this is CNR in a nutshell. Um, we are working with um, amazing, amazing companies, um, mostly direct to consumer companies. We've recently launched, I mean, we are a new company. We started nine months ago. We got out of stealth mode in March. I believe it was the 23rd of March and things have just been blowing up since then. Um, it's extremely exciting to to finally shake things up in the customer experience space and reshape the way things have been done so far. We feel like the market and teams and customers, you know, consumer all over, all over the world are just like ready for a better experience, seamless experience and just more efficient, right? Totally agree with you. And I love your vision of humanizing the internet. Um, I, I've been following you for a little bit on LinkedIn and um, I think when founders do a really good job, they build in public, right? And I think you're doing an incredible job at that. So kudos to you for that. I love some of the product details that you put out there. I think it encapsulates the vision that you have brought to the surface, which I think is beautiful on humanizing things. Um, you know, I <clears throat> I want to dive into something um, in, in a little bit, but... When, whenever we do these podcasts, we always like to kind of do a little bit of a fun little icebreaker at the very beginning of the show. So I'm going to ask you a quick question, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Now, obviously, moving from being a, a med student and a the passion of being a doctor to now changing your passion to being an e-commerce and, and helping run an e-commerce company, I imagine there's probably a brand or two out there that is your go-to always. So if you were trapped on a deserted island and you could only shop at one place, where would it be? <laughs> that's, that's a really good question. Um, I think it, I'm, I'm very obsessed right now and maybe a lot of people I know will say it's a cliche, but I love athletic greens. So that will be my go-to. All right. Cool. <laughs> and I love their customer care. Uh, department they are very I know they're very bullish on providing the best experience and uh, yes I, I really love the company I love their product I have it every day and it's healthy so yeah. it would provide me with a lot of nutrients on that deserted island <laughs> honestly there's this so I I've been going on this like weight loss journey very very recently and athletic greens are something that I I drink every morning now um Cause I have a really awesome. hard time getting my breakfast in. Right. And yeah, I don't do really, breakfast either. Yeah. It's just so hard. <laughs> um, so I, I hear you there. I, I think that's a great brand. Um, so let's dive into a little bit more of what you guys, what you guys are doing at, at Sienna. I want you to talk to us a little bit about this vision of humanizing the internet. And I know you've talked about building empathetic AI, which I love that vision because we, we actually do the same thing at flip just on the voice side. Um, and we think that just like, just like you, that there is a massive amount of people in the world. Every single person we talk to says the experience of support and service is broken and, and no one likes it. No one likes the experience that they're going through. And so from your perspective, what is like what are one or two things that brands today should be thinking about when it comes to humanizing that AI and making it empathetic? Yeah, um, so there are three main unique 
um, traits of Siena and um, innovations that we're bringing to the space that we believe brands should be adopting. Um, so there's obviously the empathetic and the personalization layer, which for the first time ever, you can actually have that peace of mind as a, a company like Athletic Greens, right? That you are implementing an AI system that actually speaks your voice, your language. It will not be limiting or frustrating to customers. It will not always redirect them or put them to wait in line or just wait for an email reply, all of those like bad experiences. So finally you can do that. And we took it like even further with this empath empathetic personalized layer where our customers are able to create their own persona inside of Siena, give it their own uh, description, description, their own name. They can either, you know, go crazy and market it as an AI beauty expert, or they can just choose a human name because customers have no idea that it's AI and they can describe that persona as if, as if it were a person, they can give it attributes, their own attributes. They can even add real personalities. We have an LA cookie brand, which added, um, created a very, they created multiple personas, but one of their personas is super interesting because they actually added the name of a chef. It's a very popular chef in the U.S. apparently, and they engage in that in that chef's voice. So you can go very crazy. It's super powerful. And then you can add your own instructions, you know, give it the guidelines that you want, Sienna to respect all the responses. And then um, because you, you can go even deeper, you can deploy different personas per channel. So you can have that deep layer of customization. And, you know, if you want to enable a holistic customer experience and really uh, you know, have like social media comments or DMs or SMS or live chat or email, you can have different personas based on how you like to engage on those channels, but also based on what type of customer demographics do you have on those channels, right? Because maybe on email, you usually talk with older generations versus in, in the social media comments where there's always like engaging with Gen Z or it really depends. So you have this layer of flexibility which customers really love. So this is one. Obviously, Sienna by default is programmed to be empathic, mindful, matches the tone and behavior of the customer. So that's like, even if you don't create any persona at all, you have that peace of mind. Now, the second layer I would say is the channel orchestrator. So for basically we are the only uh, AI customer service company uh, today that is able to automate across all channels from a single place. So this allows brands to finally go beyond just the little widget on the homepage. Definitely CNI is not a chatbot. They, this allows, allowed them to have that flexibility, to have that capability of supporting channel, uh, customers on their preferred channels. And this is something that even like four years ago, I was preaching that like, if customers want to contact you, via DMs or via SMS or WhatsApp, you should let them contact you wh wherever they, they feel like contacting you. Um, so this is something very powerful. And um, I, I know I posted on LinkedIn last week about Sienna like pushing into production one of our biggest updates. And one of it actually has to do with this channel orchestrator and it's called contextual understanding. So for the first time ever, AI has for obviously... Um, these, you know, virtual assistants have the ability to have memory and have the context of the entire thread of everything that has been discussed in the past. So 
imagine James, you are contacting Athletic Greens today via Instagram DMs. You have a conversation with them, but then in ten, 10 days from now, you want to, you know, uh, edit your subscription because you're traveling and you want to contact them via email or SMS. Sienna already knows, okay, this is James. I know what type of customer James is. I know what type of subscriber. I know everything that we have discussed with James in the past. So I will not ask James again for his email or order number. I will just provide an ongoing seamless conversation and just address his needs or perform those actions that James needs in the most seamless way possible. So this is something that previously hasn't been possible before. Um, so this is the second layer, the channel orchestrator. And the third one would be, you know, when you look at the implementation time, this is something that I'm discussing with every single customer every single day. They obviously they care about, you know, what does it take for us to implement Sienna? How long does it take? How do we train the AI? How do you create automations? You know, where are where does our data sit? Um, and how does Sienna know how to respond? So this is something that we've innovated tremendously because when you look at traditional automation tools built on old technology you know that you have those dialogue flows you have branching trees you have yeah they very rarely very painful, they very, very rarely can pull in that information too yeah yeah and you have to spend months before actually being able to launch a chatbot and you can you have to launch separate chatbots for different use cases so it's like oh my gosh i could not do it in a million years so with sienna basically the implementation time is reduced by 90% you have 80% more use cases um, that you can automate, including the transactional scenarios, which are very, very complex, right? Uh, I'm talking about, you know, order related or subscription related, which require that, um, you know, action data and logic in order to be performed. So basically with, with us, you're on board, you connect your tool set, and then you can deploy automation. You can create and deploy automations within minutes because everything is plug and play. So the way we've designed the platform is, in, is no code, no workflow. Everything is like a few clicks and then you're done because we know that teams do not want to spend time on software. They don't want to waste their precious time, right? They want to like create uh, things and deploy and you know maintain as, as easy and as fast as possible. And they want to work exactly how, you know, we as humans, we have high expectations. We want to work with the best people. We want to work with A players. It's it's kind of similar. We want to work with software that is able to be like high performing and very easy to, to navigate, intuitive, user-friendly. Uh, so I feel like even like when, when we look in the next five to 10 years from now, companies or individuals will not be want, wanting to work with like very bad user interfaces so this is something that's also part of the entire you know uh way that we've designed sienna so i feel like these are the three main components that really make sienna unique today i love it i can i can tell you firsthand like so much of this resonates with me because we've done product releases at flip that are very similar contact we actually call it uh contextual aware as well Mm. Um, so it's, it's interesting that we use like this exact same language. <laughs> uh, so I love, I love that. Uh, so this, when we, when we very first, uh, chatted, um, it, as part of like us coordinating, uh, uh, the podcast, I asked a question and I'd love for you to answer it now. Um, when it comes to like, when you're thinking about the world of e-commerce, what's something that you're really passionate about that you think that the rest of the world might disagree with? Um, it might cause mm -hmm. a little ruffled feathers, as you may say. 
yes, um, definitely I'm passionate about AI. <laughs> this is and every every single day, this is all the only thing that you know I talk about, our team talks about and preaches, preaches and you know, works on. But um uh, I'm very, very passionate about how AI is shaking up customer experience and customer service. I know that there's a lot of still it's in in the in the um in the early stages, right? There's like just getting started. Think like some people are still skeptical. They might not be so open or embracing it at the level or speed that we are embracing it, right? Because we are working with it. But at the same time, we feel like I feel like there's so much uh, human potential that's being been trapped over the last decades into repetitive work, like doing, being stuck, doing the same thing over and over again. And uh, I feel like there, you know these some of these like roles are just like being stuck on a treadmill and that's not a good use of human talent um but with something like sienna when you look at customer experience um we can take those folks off the treadmill and put them in the driver's seat so this is like an analogy that i like to 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 share because uh, finally they can you know steer their time and energy towards more complex meaningful work uh that really need that human touch and I feel like there's never going to be, um, um, a, I mean, in my world, there's never going to be a world without humans. Uh, humans and AI for me make the perfect operating system. And this is how we see things at Siena. And it's all about bringing the two of them together. And the way Completely I like agree. to describe Siena during my, my onboarding calls is like, hey, like Siena, imagine it's just an intern that joined your team. It has superhuman capabilities. It's infinitely scalable. It just needs a little bit of nurture and love. Um, and this is exactly like AI, no matter of the department or, you know, the 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 kind of tool that you would have. It's like, it's super, like giving you superpowers. It's augmenting you and your team. And it really will help customer service teams be perform better. And it will finally give them some space to actually like work towards more interesting areas of their career and actually have a career path, right? That means like, we mm -hmm. don't want to like just drill down tickets or copy paste macros for the rest of your life. You want to like do something more interesting, exciting with your career, even like upskilling and working on the technology for me, it seems much more interesting than just like, just being in, in the ticketing system every single day. So it's like, this is the kind of future we're working towards at Siena, a future where like humans and AI work side by side creating something that's really bigger than the sum of its parts. So it's something that I'm really passionate about and applies out obviously to, to various industries, right? This is, we are at an inflection point today, exactly like the iPhone moment or the internet moment. It's just that some people might not figure it out yet, but um, I feel like, you know, even one year from now, it will look, things will just look extremely extremely well i'm very optimistic usually like uh, and obviously there's with any kind of innovation there's downsides upsides but i always look at upsides because as long as we have the right people working and building this kind of technology i believe that it will be for the greater good yeah i completely agree I obviously, um, very biased right now with, with AI yeah. as, as I should be. Um, but I, I think this is a great segue to some of the next questions that I, that I have for you. Um, 
naturally with AI, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear behind it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one people want to know when vendors that are, that are AI based, they want to know like what the ethical side of of, of it is. Like, are there values that you have behind like the Sienna product? And I'd love for you to dive into that a little bit. So two things. One, how does Sienna think about those things from those that are considering AI? And then two, how would you help those that have that fear overcome it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the way we've built Sienna, obviously, it, it has a lot of security in place, safety measurements, guardrails. We have multiple layers that uh, make sure that before uh, Sienna even considers to respond to a customer and actually goes, you know, because we go to the end customer and actually respond. We're not, we're not um, like an agent assist tool or suggesting responses. We're actually going and doing the, the hard stuff. We want to take um you know take as much as possible from the from the agent's plate and have them like really focus on things that actually are more exciting so we do the the we go after the challenging stuff about uh, we go after the 80 percent of customer service inquiries that are very challenging to fulfill that right now are manually being handled so before considering responding we have the way the system works is based on a confidence score and also it has a lot of layers, as I said, like that put that, that safety measurements in place. We also have this, I mean, there's a lot of technical things that I don't want to get into, but we have an adversarial network who basically just ensures uh, that um, based on if the automation was created or if um, there's context uh, for that specific automation, Sienna will just look at that and then based on that, we'll give it a confidence score. If it's above a certain threshold, it will respond, but if it's lower, it will just either provide an acknowledgement message that, again, it's superhuman or it just flows to the agent because we have this seamless handoff transition, which uh, makes the system work very very well with humans so it's you know works in sync with humans it does not interfere with their flow no ticket will be lost uh it just it has because it's just like another agent basically inside of the help desk account because we integrate with all help desks um so definitely it's uh sienna will not go outside of what the customer information is and also there's there's a lot of cool things inside of the platform which allows our customers to have full control over what they want to automate and over which channels they want to automate on. So it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you install CNI and CNI will randomly start replying to everything. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's a gradual process. We take a very um, rigorous approach and in, in how we start and what kind of scenarios we start with and then just we scale every single week um, from there. And in, um, in terms of, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure what, what was your, your second question, but uh, maybe this addressed just, both of them. <laughs> well, just like, what would you tell people that do have a genuine fear of this stuff? Like, and how oh, yeah. would you get them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So another cool thing that we have, because we know that everyone wants to build up their confidence before deploying Sienna right across any channel. 
So we have a testing environment inside of the platform where they can test everything before it goes live. They can test different personas, different formats, because Sienna has the ability to do channel formatting. You know that on email, we talk differently versus how we talk on DMs. On DMs, we don't really respect any format. We're super chill, casual versus email where we have this like much more like professional stance. Like we have greeting body signature. So Sienna respects that across all channels. So it's, it's the playground. It's super fun. You can test anything. You can really test the capabilities of the system. I always encourage customers, Hey, for any specific scenario that you want to test, try to add as much complexity, like maybe look in the history, like of tickets and take something like a very complex email with 10 paragraphs and just give it to the system because that's how we find areas for improvement. So that's yeah. where we basically see, okay, does what would Sienna do if this were to be a, like a real ticket, right? Like a real, like, a, or like a real message. So I believe that really, really helps with like, you know, yeah, we increasing do the same. that confidence, especially for, folks that are a little bit like new or maybe hey they haven't tried this before it's 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 normal yeah we do the same thing at flip we call it listening mode um where basically turn on like it's it's just in the background and it listens to what the customer's intents are um and then like then they can like literally build out the intents because there's so many people also that don't have the technology or they're not tracking the uh, the general intents that people are calling in or engaging with customer support on. And so they're relying on the, the agents really to do a lot of that. And then that stuff doesn't get pushed upstream. So it, it can't be automated, right? There's so, there's so much of that going on too, that these testing environments that you guys provide um, and like listening mode that we provide at flip, it's the same. It's very, it's, that's what it's for is to help you like streamline that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna play some games. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna play. Um, we're gonna play FMK. Uh, so, what is something that you think is really sexy in e-commerce right now? AI. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a good good answer. Okay. Um, what is here to stay in e-commerce? You can't say AI again. That's cheating. <laughs> oh, what is here to stay? Oh. Hmm. Customer experience will always be here to stay. Custom, good customer service. There's uh, that. can. There will always be room for improvement in the customer service on the customer service side, in my opinion. So, yeah. Love it. All right. What would you kill? Oh, this is yeah, a it's... good question, but like. I would say just right off the bat, maybe static, static ads. Like okay, they're cool. just so boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I want you to fill in the blank. I'm going to say a sentence and then I'm going to leave it blank. Customer support in e-commerce is what? Crucial. All right. I love it. Great use of a word. E-commerce needs a lot more what? empathy. <laughs> Ooh, good one. I would do anything for those I love, but I won't do what? The work for them. <laughs> I always like to challenge people because they can do it on their own. 
Great answer. I'm the same way. I have four kids and my kids sometimes like drive me nuts with how lazy they get. <laughs> and I'm like, look, like you've got to learn this stuff on your own a little bit. Like, everything can't be handed to you. Okay. So we're, we're almost at time. <clears throat> and I'd love to ask you one last question. We ask this question with every guest that comes on and we've all had great experiences. We've all had bad experiences when it comes to just brand in general. I'd love for you to tell the story of a good experience that you've had that less left a lasting memory for you. And what mm -hmm. brand was it with? Um, it was not with this. I mean, it was with a brand, but it was not e-commerce necessarily. It was something recent. So does this apply? Yeah, absolutely. It's in the, it's like, it's related to customer experience. So this is something that stuck with me. Um, so there's this coffee place, I mean, juice coffee place that I go every single morning and, um, the folks there already know me very well. And they just like, whenever I go in, they're like, Oh, ginger shot, very strong. And I'm like, yes. So I feel like that's the customer experience that that's, that's what customer experience should be all about. Like getting to know the customer so well that you anticipate their needs, uh, before they even knowing that, or before they even you know, thinking what they need to ask or like need from you. And that's exactly what we're trying to do uh, at Siena, like really giving businesses the tools to not only serve their customers, but to understand them, to anticipate their needs, to really like go above and beyond creating those memorable experiences because it's in life. What I've a lot, another thing that I've learned and I'm trying to do more of that it's all about punctuating every single moment because otherwise weeks go by, months go by, years go by and you just don't remember what happened, you know, last year in May. I just, if you didn't like punctuate it in somehow and like really made it memorable. So it's just, I feel like um, you have to not only meet your customers' expectations, you got to exceed them. And I feel like that's a really game changer, even if my Example is not like, oh, mind-blowing, but I feel like it's such a small detail that actually sticks with you. Love it. <clears throat> Lisa, you've been amazing on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. For all of our subscribers out there, um, or if you're not subscribed, please do so. If you are just learning about Spamming Zero, we are more than 50 episodes in. Go listen to some of the previous episodes. I think you'll like them. There's some really good guests on there as well. And give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic <clears throat> or a guest that you have not heard from and you want to have them on the show, just reach out to me on LinkedIn. Thanks. <laughs>